Entrepreneurship doesn't need to feel lonely. You don't need to feel like you're in this by yourself. It doesn't need to feel grueling. And the more connections you make, even though it can feel tough in the moment to put yourself out there and make those connections and make the pitch and put your heart on your sleeve and put yourself out on the line, it feels tough. It does. I'm not saying it's not hard. It's not difficult, but it gets so much easier. And if you don't do it, things are going to stay tough. Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincata, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the show. I have to share with you the coolest things that I have been seeing my clients, both past and current, do in the online space right now that is just completely inspiring me. And it's all about networking and it's all about collaboration and it's all about creating the opportunities that you want within your network. And this is perfect timing because I am getting ready to go to a networking event this weekend. I am driving back down. I swear I split my time (laughs) so much between Scottsdale, Arizona and Los Angeles, where I live right now. I have been spending so much time in Arizona. I love it there. And I've built a network there like through these networking events. It's crazy. But I'm going back for another one this weekend. And then I'm actually co-hosting another one a couple days after the one I'm attending with the same ladies that I co-hosted my December event with. So I've got a lot of networking coming up. So this is top of mind. And it's just been so cool. Like I said, I've been seeing my clients do some incredible networking. And I want to share what I've been seeing and some other ideas of things that you can do with your own network and to start building your network if you don't have one already that are low-hanging fruit. They're easy ways to get started. And there's an array in here. So some are a little bit more advanced, so to speak, in networking than others. But I just want to give you some inspiration because the cool thing is these women are doing this all on their own. All I did was at one point in their careers, bring them in the room together. I just created the space where they got to meet. And now I get to watch the ripple effect of being the one willing to create the space, of creating the spaces that I wish I had when I was earlier on in my business, the spaces that I still seek out today that are the type of environment that I seek out today, the type of collaborations that I seek out today. They now, I get to watch the ripple effect as they take those networks that they build, as they take the connections that they've made, and they go and they run with them. And here's why this is so important before we get into the ones that you can do for yourself, your ideas that you can take away from this episode. This is so important because when you are sitting online, when you are scrolling through and you are seeing people doing these really cool things, and you're like, how is this coach getting invited to do all of these speaking gigs? How are those two collaborating? How do those two even know each other? How are they doing a podcast together? How did she get that podcast invite? How come she's getting paid to go speak at that event? How are these people getting these invitations? You guys, you already know the answer is you have to be the one building those connections from the ground up. Those things, those opportunities don't just get handed out of thin air. 
They come by connections. And the connections start small, but then they grow. Your relationships start weak, right? Every new relationship starts off weak until it grows, until you put in the reps. But this is how, if you start building your network now, you start reaching out and connecting with people now, three years from now, imagine what kind of network you could have. Maybe it's just you and yourself and your computer right now building your business, but imagine if you put networking as high up on the list as you did your sales and your offer creation, imagine where you would be in one year, two years, three years down the line. You could have a completely different network with completely different opportunities, and you could be doing even completely different things that you never thought were possible until you met the people, until you made the connections, until you got the introductions to these opportunities that you didn't know existed. So... That is my forever reminder to you that it is so important to be building your network. If you're saying, I want new opportunities, you need to meet new people to get new opportunities. And you are the driver of those opportunities. They don't fall in your lap out of nowhere. Sometimes they feel like it. Sometimes they feel like it. There's still room for magic, but they don't come without you taking an action first, without you building the connections, without you making the effort to put yourself out there in some way, shape, or form. And so networking is so dang important. It's a huge part of my business now is encouraging it in others and continuing to do it for myself. And so there's nothing more that I want for you than to build your community and to build your network. So let's talk about Six different things that I have been seeing just pop up on my Instagram. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're collaborating together in that way now. Like, that's so smart. I love to see that. And then we'll talk about how you can get started making these types of connections for yourself. So first, some ideas. One thing that you can do and that I've seen my past clients do together is go live together especially if you have similar passions, similar audiences, similar niches. Recently, I saw two women from my mastermind, two alumni get together and they started going live together to promote each of their programs. They serve a similar niche, but in different ways. They offer different solutions to the same group of people. And so they had the great idea of like, why don't we go live and we'll talk about each of our programs? Like, we'll we'll promote them mutually while providing some entertainment to our audiences. How fun is that? And how much easier does that make going live when you have a buddy? Is there anybody in your world right now that you can think of that has a similar audience as you? And can you reach out to them and pitch them a live idea? As a side note, for whenever you're going live with somebody, I always recommend that one person take the role of like the interviewer, so to speak, or they're leading the conversation. That way there's some structure and one person can keep you on track. Same way as if it was like a podcast interview. It just helps a little bit if there's one person who's kind of in charge of driving the conversation and asking the questions. Of course, you can let it flow, but that's just my little pro tip there. If you are going to go live with someone else, it helps if one person has the agenda and is the designated driver of the conversation. So who can you go live with? That's the first idea here. The second idea also stems from those two ladies I saw going live together to promote their programs. They offered a discount to anyone in their world that joined both of the programs. They happened to be launching at the same time. And so it was like, hey, you can get this bundle essentially at a discount. And it was a fun way for them to, again, both promote their offers, but create some fun incentive for their audiences to dive into both programs. Because again, there was mutual benefit. The programs complemented each other. So it made a lot of sense. But that's the second little fun idea is who can you partner with during your launches? Who's going to be excited to promote what you have going on? and will also help promote what they have going on. Look out in your network that already exists. Who might want to work with you in that way? 
Another really cool opportunity that I've seen ladies from my world create is peer masterminds. So this is a free mastermind. I've done this myself in the past too. You can do it with just one friend. That's all you need. One person that you see online. A mastermind is two or more people. So reaching out to people that you know that are also working, who have similar values and similar goals to you and say, hey, do you want to do a once a week, bi-weekly, once a month, whatever feels good mastermind where we get together and we each get, let's say, 30 minutes to talk about our businesses and get feedback from the other person or the other people in this peer mastermind. So it's a mastermind group without a coach facilitating, but you guys get to bounce ideas off each other and help each other create clarity and find solutions. When I was first starting my business, I had a peer mastermind with a friend of mine who was also starting a business and we did exactly this. We met for one hour each week. Each person got 30 minutes. We would set a timer so we wouldn't go way over and we would just bring forward, here's what I'm working on. Here's what I need help on. Can you give me some feedback? Can you help me pick a name for X, Y, and Z? And it was hugely helpful in just keeping that accountability before I was able to invest in larger masterminds with a coach at my side. So can you create a peer mastermind and you have permission to reach out to somebody who maybe isn't already a friend, but maybe they're also feeling a little lonely in their business journey too and would be so excited for someone to reach out to them and suggest it. Who do you know? It doesn't have to be somebody who's already a good friend. This is how you make those kinds of connections. Another really cool idea content days or co-working days. So this is kind of similar to a peer mastermind. Again, all these are things that I've seen clients of mine do. And so I got to see two women who met in a free training of mine. They found out they lived in the same area. They started doing these co-working slash content creation days together in person. They met at a cafe. They cranked out some work, cranked out some content. They filmed for one another. Great if you don't have somebody to film for you on the reg. Who do you know or who can you start paying attention to in programs that you're already in? Can you start putting the idea out there, putting feelers out there of, hey, I live in this area. If anyone's local, I would like to meet up. Make those suggestions. Start making the invitations. Nobody can take you up on it if you don't make the invitation. Don't wait for someone else to do it. Put yourself out there. You can also do, if you don't want to meet in person, virtual coffee dates. This is like a peer mastermind as well, but just a one-off session. You can also make it recurring if you want, but it also doesn't have to be a mastermind might be business focused. On this, this could just be, hey, I just need somebody who gets what I'm doing, who's also building a business, or maybe who's also a mom in business or whatever it is, right? Who's working full-time and in business, who gets my challenges. Like We just need some time to vent, to just talk about it and work through challenges, but maybe not be even business focused, but just have a friend, have a good conversation. I believe we need this as women, not to dump on one another, but because we are so much better in community. We are so much better with support and we do process things verbally. A lot of us are verbal processors. It feels good to us to talk things out. And as nurturers, natural nurturers, we also like to help. We like to be sounding boards for people. We like to offer outside perspectives. And so if you need that, who can you reach out to and ask, would you be down for a virtual coffee date? It can start with one. You don't have to pitch every week at this time. It doesn't have to be that intense. Start with one. See if you jive. See how it feels. And then you can always make it a continuing thing afterwards. Now, number six, this is a bonus one. I was so freaking floored and excited to see this group doing this. But I hosted for one of the rounds of Momentum Mastermind, we did an in-person retreat. And 
I just saw that those ladies, or at least a a chunk of them, I believe everyone was invited, but they are now scheduling their own meetups. The alumni from that round, they have scheduled a retreat and they're all going to meet up and they're sharing like an Airbnb. They're going to get together and work on their businesses. And they did this all on their own. They didn't even need me to facilitate. How freaking cool is that? And I share this one, like I said, this is like advanced, but if you already have women that you're in masterminds with, but they're online and you haven't gotten a chance to meet in person, what does it hurt to pitch this idea? Would you love to take a trip with some girlfriends, go to a really cool place, like get an Airbnb somewhere cool, sit in a nice environment that expands you and expands your mindset and work on your businesses? Side note, can also be a tax write-off then. Also side note, consult your accountant before making any tax write-offs, but I'm not a financial advisor. Big disclaimer. But oftentimes you can find a way to make that work completely legally as well. So maybe you can plan a retreat. Maybe you can plan a little getaway. Maybe it's just a weekend getaway. Maybe it's just a one day thing. But don't be afraid to think bigger like that too. They're going to have such a great time together. I told them they have to take so many pictures and show me so I can see the gang all back together. I'm so excited for them and so proud of them, honestly, that they are taking this kind of initiative and continuing these relationships because these are relationships that are going to carry them so far in their business. I just know that this is a group that they're going to run together. They're going to go far together. They're going to make their dreams come true together. And I'm going to continue to see these women collaborating with each other for years to come. So cool. So freaking cool to see. So if as you're listening to this, you're like, well, how do I even get started? How do I even start to do this? I'm going to give you some tips and these are going to be some tough love tips. Okay. But you're ready for this. You can hear this. You're going to be better because of it. We all need to hear this at some point in our lives. I definitely did. I needed to hear it time and time again. You need to be willing to put yourself out there. You need to be willing to ask for what you want and not wait for the other person to ask you. Everyone can't be waiting for the other person to ask. You need to be the one that's willing to put yourself out there and ask for what you want. You need to be willing to make the plan. It's so much easier for somebody to say yes to a plan than it is to, hey, would you maybe want to collaborate sometime? What does that mean? I'm going to say no to that because that's making me feel anxious because I don't know what you mean. What kind of commitment are we talking about? I don't know. So be willing to make a plan and present it to someone and say, hey, would you be down to meet at this cafe this weekend and have like an hour study date? Put a time limit on it too so they know that it's not going to be something that's going to take up their whole weekend in case they're crazy busy. But make the plan. Give them something to respond to because even if that doesn't work, then they can come back and say, oh, that actually doesn't work for me, but this does. Could you do this date instead? And then it's so much easier to get the ball rolling than if you just reach out and nervously ask, like, would you ever be willing to hang out sometime? Well, I don't know what that means. Make the plan. Make the plan. It's okay if it changes, but come to them with something concrete. And then lastly, and this is the big one, my friend, you have to be okay. If the answer is no, people are going to say no. This is a reality of life. It's got nothing to do with you most of the time. And you just need to accept it because it's going to happen. You're going to get shot down. People are going to say no. People are going to be busy. They have their whole lives going on. That's the important thing to remember. If someone says no to meeting up, it could be because they're anxious. They're scared to meet up. Maybe they even want to, but they're like, oh, I'm afraid. What if this person doesn't like me? I'm going to say no and just be safe. 
You never know what's going on on the other side and the other person's brain. So you never want to write stories that it means that you're unlikable or that you're not somebody that they want to hang out with or yada, yada, yada. Don't write the negative stories. Do yourself a favor and just skip that altogether. But just know, hey, I'm putting myself out there right now. I'm going to ask this person if they want to collaborate with me in this way. I'm going to present them a plan so that they have something concrete to answer to. But I'm going to be okay if they say no. Maybe I'll feel a little down, a little bummed if it was somebody I really wanted to connect with. But I trust that if it feels right to them as well, they'll pitch an alternative to me. They'll say, not this, but maybe this. How does this work for you instead? And if they don't, then I'm going to know that, you know, it's just not the right time. It's not the right time, or maybe the connection wasn't mutual, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me. I'm proud of myself for putting myself out there and making the ask, because if I don't ask, nothing's going to shift. My community's not going to grow if I keep waiting for my community to find me. Your community doesn't find you, you create it. And I'm sharing that because that was a really hard lesson for me to learn. I spent a lot of years of my adult life lonely because I didn't understand that. I kept playing the victim in terms of people reaching out to me. It was hard. I moved to a new state where I didn't know a single person. And so granted, I didn't make it easy on myself to build community as an adult, but I didn't start to build community here until I realized, oh, it's, it's on me. I have to be willing to pick up the phone and make the plans. I cannot wait for somebody else to build my life and my community for me. And so I'm sharing it because it's tough sometimes. It is tough. But entrepreneurship doesn't need to feel lonely. You don't need to feel like you're in this by yourself. It doesn't need to feel grueling. And the more connections you make, even though it can feel tough in the moment to put yourself out there and make those connections and make the pitch and put your heart on your sleeve and put yourself out on the line, it feels tough. It does. I'm not saying it's not hard. It's not difficult. But it gets so much easier. And if you don't do it, things are going to stay tough. Things are going to stay exactly as they are now. But as soon as you start to put yourself out there, the more pitches you make, the more yeses you're going to hear. It's just like when you're pitching yourself for sales. If you want to get to the yeses, you got to get through the noes. It's the same thing with building your community. But the more you build your community, the more it's going to snowball, the easier it's going to be, and the more opportunities are going to present themselves to you. So start today. Start with the people you already have connections with. Start with the people that you are already connected to. Even if you haven't made those deep connections yet, it's time to start reaching out to them. It's time to start being active in the groups that you're in and the Facebook groups or the programs that you're in and the group chats. Start participating so people get used to seeing your name and hearing from you. And so then when you do reach out, they're more receptive to it because they've already started to build those connections with you. And I promise the more you flex this muscle, the more new opportunities will find you in your business and in your life and the easier everything will get. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. As always, do me a favor, share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it. It would mean the world to me if you could share it with a friend. Also on those same lines, leave us a rating and a review of the podcast. It is the best way for us to continue to get this podcast out there to more and more people who need it. Thanks again for being here. I appreciate you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.
Hey, before you go, I've got two quick things for you. Number one, I want to say thank you so much for being here. It truly means the world to me that you choose to spend your time here listening to these conversations, tuning in with me, soaking up all of this information and everything that we are going through together. I cannot express how much gratitude I have for you for being here on this journey with me. With that said, number two, the second thing I have for you is I want to make sure that since you're here, you have my phone number. Seriously, I have an inner circle daily text list where every single day, Monday through Friday, I send out a positive affirmation or a journal prompt or something I've been thinking about, or even an aha moment that has completely shifted my perspective that I want to share with you too. So you can share in on everything that I am working on to grow and continue evolving and continuing to be the best version of myself. I want to share those things with you. And the best place to do it is through this inner circle daily text text list. So if you want to get on this list, if you want to receive these messages from me, and again, yes, it's really me. It's coming straight from my phone. What you need to do is text the word community to my number at 213-606-3853. Again, that's the word community to my number 213-606-3853. 3853. As soon as you send me over that tax, I will send you a message back with the quick details to officially register for this inner circle daily text list. And once you are all registered, we are ready to get to texting. The messages all go straight to my phone. I see all of the replies. I look at them. I send you messages back. So it is such a great way for us to connect and continue to work on our growth together. So go ahead and shoot me that message ASAP so that we can get connected.